So good morning, take three. <laughs> Welcome to the Art of Service Live, which isn't live because we're recording this because for some reason the live streaming just didn't want to play today. Maybe it's because it's Friday and it just wanted to have an extra day off. I don't know. But I am determined that I want to have this chat with you, Chris, because like I was yeah. starting to say before we got interrupted by the breakages in the technology, um, I can mm -hmm. I consider you a friend of mine. We've known each other for 12 years. And um, yep. I think that's... Wow. I know. that's, that's I, I had more hair then. Um, yes, and my hair was not as gray as, <laughs> and I it remember it's good on it's a bit different yeah. in color as well. But um, no, it's it's always been over the years. It's been so enlightening and and so amazing to uh, to chat with you. And um, I'm really proud every time when I see on Facebook or LinkedIn all the stuff that you're doing. And I just I just think it's amazing. So I just wanted to have a chat with you about your businesses, um, what you've been doing over the past 10 years, because you've made a major shift in your in your focus and your business. But before we do that, how would you introduce yourself currently? Oh, OK. So good morning, everyone. So I'm Chris. I'm a serial entrepreneur and a professional business and executive coach. Um, so I'm uh, so more than a decade ago, I found out that um, the best way to achieve success in life is uh, aligning my personal aspirations with my uh, aspirations with my vocation, which is my business. Right, and then creating a empowered and high performing team around that. Right, so uh, with that, uh, I was able to um, grow businesses uh, uh, in our family and my own with my wife and my personal um, passion projects uh, to where it is now. So uh, we are a diverse group. We're around uh, 1,200 employees. Uh, we're into big data, AI, machine learning. We're into solar. Uh, we're into um, bridge financing. We also have um, pawn shops around the country. Uh, we're into farming uh, and cattle racing. We're in uh, realty development. Uh, two training companies, HR OD training companies. Um, what else do we? We're into warehousing, cold storage, distribution, importation, and processing. Maybe that's it. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, is there anything that you don't do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that's it. Yeah, I don't yeah. have I don't have the hair anymore to do more. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah, basically that's uh, who I am right now. Yeah, yeah so that's, um, so all those companies, they're part of the family business, family business group. Um, and then I think the solar is something that you did personally outside of the family business. Mm -hmm. And yep. is yeah. the fam because the family business also, because you talked about farming cattle, but it, it's also in um therapy, fish. yes 
seafood yeah in fish yeah yeah in fish and in cattle yeah 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 so um because that's originally when we met 12 years ago it was like oh yeah chris he does fish that's the that's and then it's it's just <laughs> went it just went so big um so what would you because it's so diverse so I, I guess my question is how do you manage so many businesses in such diverse industries and fields because you can't be an expert in all of it so how do you how do you do that oh that's a great question so since we did our program in mit about a decade ago right more than a decade ago so my greatest takeaway from that uh, program is really build your culture right strengthen your culture grounded in your core values that's that's the only takeaway in the three-year program um and since then i've been uh, that's what i've been doing right so as you said i'm not an expert uh industry-wise operational operationally i'm not an expert in in those 10 businesses uh but what i'm good at is uh really in coaching Right, so I I was able to build myself as a coach for the leaders, right? So to be able to lead, not really manage. I don't manage them anymore. Uh, I'm the chair of the group. Uh, I have uh, two or three businesses with me and my wife. Aside from, of course, with the solar and two more, um, but I I don't manage them anymore. I just lead them. Mm-hmm. So. That's why I'm uh, passionate with uh, coaching. Uh, only because uh, what I found out in the last, what, 14 years, almost 14 years of coaching, the key to having a uh, empowered uh, culture with high performance, there's a big difference, right? There are organic before we started very empowered, no result. <laughs> right? But everybody's Very happy. Bad result. Yeah, everyone's happy. No result, right? I'm not happy. And then moved in to, went back. Okay, more result, no more empowering. Very stressful, mm. <laughs> right? I had the result, but I'm, I'm, they're not happy. I'm not happy. Happy. I'm stressed. I don't have my time. So it was a journey of, uh, uh, having an empowered team, uh, leaders, culture, and then still having great results, right? And the key that I, the formula that I found is first, you have to have a uh, deep level of awareness. I call it self-mastery. I, I, we've been talking about it since 10 years ago, right? It's deep sense of uh, awareness. Have the right tools, to uh, bring that awareness to your team and then have the coaching skills to hold on to that um, awareness and tools, right? Because uh, you cannot control empowered employees. You can just coach them, Hmm. right? At the same time, um, for them to have the results, you have to have a tool, Right, uh, simpler or simplest tool better, right? And uh, 
whatever, it doesn't matter what tool you use. As long as you have the tool, you're comfortable with the tool, and uh, you can use the tool. And then uh, hold them together with coaching. I think that's how, uh, uh, with the past 14 years, I was able to um, lead the organization. Mm-hmm. And we're growing really fast. I think we're not, not only lucky, but uh, we're, we're growing really fast, even during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. So if we go a little bit deeper in that, because you went like, okay, the, the, the pendulum swung from uh, only focusing on culture to only focusing on performance, and now you're in that in that happy medium. The first thing you mentioned was awareness. So mm-hmm. awareness, self-awareness, really important. Uh-huh. What type of awareness do you refer to? Because and it's one of those words, you know, awareness, awareness, awareness. Like people are using mm. the word a lot, but for yes, different yes. different reasons and, and different Absolutely. definitions. So yeah. when you talk about yeah. you need to have awareness, as leader of an organization, you need to have awareness. Mm. What does that mean to mm. you? Well, so um, for a leader to lead an organization, you have to lead yourself. Okay. So to lead yourself, you have to be aware or knowing uh, how you are leading yourself, right? So basically, just, I mean, uh, to, to uh, summarize, do you lead yourself out of fear or do you lead yourself out of passion, purpose, or maybe love itself, right? So for me, there's just two things. Uh, black and white there's no or or in between or gray right as a leader do you lead yourself out of love or out of fear right if it's if it's uh if it's out of love purpose or passion then you lead yourself with good intentions right? that's where awareness brings you right really knowing understanding where your choices Right? Where are your choices, where your decisions are coming from? Are you afraid? Right? Mm. If you're afraid, then you're choosing what? Right? But if you're never afraid, which is impossible near really, but if you're just aware that okay, there's these two choices. If I'm afraid, I'll choose this. If I'm not afraid, I'll choose this. Then that's where awareness comes from. Okay. When when you are able to identify and uh, differentiate those two um, feelings, then you'll be able to lead your team not from fear, mm. right? Which is a very big difference because when, as I observe uh, leading, when I'm deciding out of fear, I usually direct <laughs> this, right? the point, the point, point yeah. do this do this do this, right that's that's my normal well of course my business right my money my everything so i tend to dictate direct mm. everything and the stress is in me but when i when i lead from more of being open right trusting trusting that's all going to be okay even with the pandemic um just doing the work right just keep moving forward with courage right and then 
you know that that feel of being in control i'm able to let go mm. right so and um well it sounds woo woo but it, it has worked so far. Yeah, <laughs> nothing boo <laughs> about it. But it does require a high level of maturity and, um, like you say, self awareness. Which you know, we were we were joking about the gray hair before. Um, do you do you think that that is something you have to learn through? your own experiences of this doesn't work, this doesn't work, like, oh, hang on, this, this, if I lead from passion, opportunity, when I lead um, while surrendering control, that's a better, right. uh, mm -hmm. that's a better outcome than leading from mm -hmm. fear or um, leading mm -hmm. from, um, you know, keeping everything, everything close. Yeah. How do you teach or how do you um bring across that understanding to say accelerators or people who have just started their business or mm -hmm. young people stepping up into management or leadership roles mm -hmm. well well uh, that's a great question again um <laughs> of course you can you can deepen your awareness through experience through time through age right through um, wisdom as they say right but you can also bring that awareness in other ways and not necessarily be older right my my group ceo right now who manages uh 1200 employees 10 companies and the holding company is 44 mm. right <laughs> and he's and he's great I love it, right? And uh, he has younger uh, COOs and CEOs under him, right? So it's it's not a matter. Well, you can choose. Again, it's about choice. You can choose to create your awareness the long way, mm -hmm. the hard way, right? From wisdom, from experience, or you can look for programs out there that can deepen your awareness, right? And if you're open, uh, open enough. And trusting enough because these are, you know, as in my experience, me being a very con a decade ago, very controlling entrepreneur, I don't believe in this stuff. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> if I if I cannot analyze it, then it's not true. Mm. Right. But you know, if you're open enough, you're trusting enough, and you're willing to uh, go down deeper, you know, into your own uh personal beliefs and every that that creates your choices then that's the fastest way mm. right um can i talk about programs i mean there, yeah. there's some programs yeah, there's some programs in mit as well they call it the pre-sensing uh, uh there's a uh, it's called the pre-sensing institute of mit they give out free programs in um edX, i think or coursera i'm not sure it's called TRIU, right? It's free. It's TRIU. We're partners with them. Uh, one of our uh, training companies, uh, Trail, we call it Trail, is partners with MIT, right? Mm -hmm. And it, we give it out for free, right? So that's a great program for uh, uh, startups, accelerators, or uh, even leaders uh, to dig deeper into their awareness. And there's other programs in um, Mind Valley, 
right? Mm. Mind Valley is a great resource. Uh, we also another my own training company, um, Innovate, does online uh, training as well. Okay, so um, some some people go into meditation. Meditation is a great uh, self awareness program, and some um, religious group or or uh, spiritual group they have their own uh, way of deepening your awareness. There's no, for me, there's no uh, quick, I mean, shortcut, mm, right? You no. just have to go to, yeah. go along with your own journey. Yeah. Right? Keep, keep deepening your awareness. Yeah. That's And there's no uh, one size think. fits all. <laughs> no, definitely not, right? My best friend, who's the, who's the president of his uh, um, own company, right? he got self-aware we did the same program self-mastery program but my awareness from that program really deepened for mm. him it was just a starting point mm. so he had to take meditation right so he's been doing meditation for what uh, almost a decade now and wow. that helped him yeah right so what's good for him may not work for me yeah yeah you know, it's we're all unique individuals, and each business is unique. Even though there are Absolutely. there are standards, and there are um, you yeah. know every, every business is is pretty much the same in a unique way, kind of kind Absolutely. of thing. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So yeah. So the 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 mindfulness and the understanding of why you do the things you do. And, and mm. what I said earlier, the 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 surrender and control. Um, mm. Yet you still need to control the outcomes. You still need to, um, yeah. like you say, you can't just have culture for culture's sake. It it needs to be a high performing <laughs> culture as well. So how do you Absolutely. how do you how do you keep the finger on the pulse with? You said you have a have a group CEO. Um, the reason why I'm asking this question is purely um, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, out of service, we're doing all these assessments around risk management and compliance. And, you know, there's so yeah. many things you need to be aware of as chair, mm. president, CEO of organizations. Mm. Um, mm. How do you keep the finger on the pulse? How do you stay in control of your risk, your risk profiles? while surrendering control at the same time? Oh, that's a, okay. That's a huge question. <laughs> you know, well, the earth, yeah. the universe and everything beyond. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to have the tools, right? For us, we use EOS. But remember when we, uh, uh, when, when back, I mean, a decade ago in MIT, I started with scaling up. Mm -hmm. Right, scaling up, and uh, used it for a couple of years, right? But I found that um, because our businesses are very diverse, right? Some are we have engineers, right, and some are really, um, you know, uh, simple frontliners, mm. right? So scaling up for me was difficult to deploy. Uh, in multiple businesses. Mm. So I found EOS as the simplest uh, way to deploy uh, the structure or the tools in multiple businesses. Right? Because it's 
it's very simple. Like <laughs> in my mind, I would always tell my execom that you know, uh, your chairman has a, a a brain of a goldfish. I can only remember three things. <laughs> right, so please keep it simple. Everything is simple, right? So um, yeah, just have the right tools. Scaling up is a great tool. Um, EOS is a great tool for us. We've been using it for the longest time. Um, and it keeps us on track, mm. right? But I, I guess um, when you ask how do you keep track, right? You, um, I'll just share my experience, right? As a leader, we, we know if it's on track or not on track. We already know, right? Because it's our business, right? If you're not getting the results, we know. Even without, even without the reports, you already know. If we're stressed, if we're hearing um, um, challenges, then it's already stressful. The thing is, as leaders, we were afraid to have an open, honest, and vulnerable, vulnerable conversations with our leaders, mm. right? That makes them accountable, right? It's as easy as what's, what's going on. Why are we reporting? Or see, uh, you're 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 sending me um, reports like this, but the results. I mean, the 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 people are not happy, right? So there's something wrong. Mm. It's a never-ending alignment, right? So I don't know if that makes sense, uh, but you you know, a good example is. Um, uh, so with my Exicom, 10 companies, right? I, we ha I have 15 members, 10 CEOs, uh, 10, uh, 11 CEOs, and four um, uh, uh, directors for the holding company, right? But I meet them five hours a week. Mm. I'm on a five-hour work week, right? So, of course, um, in, in that five hours, I know if we're on track or not. Mm. so that's why I can do my coaching right I can help other entrepreneurs I help other executives I can do my passion projects yeah and then I can be on vacation so you... see I'm on vacation <laughs> <laughs> but the um so in those five hours you really hone in on the the key numbers that you need to know to see whether or not you're still on track just three numbers. Hmm. Three numbers. Yeah. Okay. What's important in the meeting is if you follow the framework of EOS, is the segue, right? Mm -hmm. The segue is where you share your, like in forum, right? In EO, we share our wins, our updates, right? Wow. That's where you build your culture, mm. right? In the conversations, right? Why? Because that's where reality comes out. The stories, mm. right? I found out that in the last decade, leadership is about conversations because conversations create relationships. And if you want to get something done, you have to have a deep relationship with that leader mm. for things to get done. Yeah. Not because of the carrot yeah. or the stick, but because of the relationship, right? So, um. Uh, 
So the conversations lead, you know, align, should align to the results, right? Example in the in, in the segues, if the conversation, oh, I had a great time with my family, I had a great time again, and then suddenly your report is you're off track. Mm. There's something wrong, right? Because I would always say who you are at home is how you are at work, right? How, who you are at work is how you are at home. There's no different person. There's just authenticity. There's just you, mm. right? If, you're, if your home, home life is working, then your work life should be working. If your work life is working, then your home life should be working as well, right? If, if it's not aligned, then there's something wrong. Mm. And, and it goes the same way. I had a great uh, performance this week. Everything, everything fell in place. And then there, there's no share about his relationship with himself his mm. wife, his children, there's something wrong. Mm. Yeah, but that, that often happens though. Like when you, when you look at people, they um, either focus a lot on work or they focus a lot on personal. But to have that balance between, between the two, for a lot of people, that's really difficult. Well, balance is a... Uh, balance is... Uh, what you call it? It's a work-life balance. It, it's not true. <laughs> There's, I found out it's not true. There's no such thing. Mm. And, and you know this, Ivanka. I used to be a single father, right? I was mm. running the business, 700 employees back then, right? I was raising three daughters. Mm. I, I, there's no such thing as balance. What I found out is there's just commitment. Mm. Right? If you, so when I'm at work, I commit to work. After that, I just shut it all down yeah. and commit to family and myself, right? There's no work-life balance. If you try to balance it, you, one will give. And usually what gives out is the relationships, mm. sadly, right? Because, well, it's intangible, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? So focus and commitment works, right? Yeah. So... If we if we go back to the um, the startup businesses that you know people that are because mm. after COVID there's a lot of organizations mm. that are struggling and I see that within yep. the accelerator community as well that it's mm. it's, it's mm. quite tough for a lot of organizations um, yeah. so a lot of focus seems to be on like the hamster wheel like you know we mm. need to work 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 and and really focus Absolutely. on that yeah. and then losing yeah. losing focus on on other things in in life so from mm. your experience how how would you recommend business owners and it's not just it's it's also professionals in organizations um mm. what should be the focus how do you how do, what would you recommend at this point in time because there's a lot of people, well, not, not just with COVID, but I also find that there's a lot of people very nervous about inflation, recession, uh, no, interest rates no. going up, uh, Ukraine. No, there's a no. lot going on in the world at no. the moment, which takes focus away from where it Absolutely. should be. So what would you yeah. recommend? Um, you know, what the pandemic gave us, not not looking at what, happening what's happening now it's it, it's like a mini pandemic 
Mm. <laughs> well, the pandemic can kill you, right? But what's happening around inflation, interest rates, well, aside from Europe, uh, in our part of the country, it won't kill us. Mm. Not yet anyway, I hope so. Yeah. But, you know, what the, yeah, <laughs> the, what the pandemic gave us was the opportunity to have a fresh start, mm. right? It's, it's a, again, going back to awareness, right? When, it, when the pandemic hit my business, was, I was crying. Mm. My God, we, were, we had this momentum. Everything's working, right? It's doing great. And then suddenly after one week, everything's on lockdown, mm. right? Everything is on lockdown. Nobody can work, everything. So for one, two weeks, I was crying. I was, oh, what's happening? And then suddenly, uh, a friend of mine, I, I, I got into a call with one of my coaches. My students actually called me up. Hey, coach, how are you? Oh, this is Dennis. He has, his, he has a startup. He has his own coffee uh, bean roasting thing, right? Great coffee. Um, and then he asked me, how are you? I'm struggling. And I said, you know, I'm really struggling. I, I'm lost right now. And then he asked me one powerful question. Hey, coach, I remember you asking me this every time I'm struggling. Right? What does your purpose tell you? Mm. And back then in 2020, my purpose for the year was uh, I surrender. Right? Mm. I surrender to love. Something like that. Right? So, of course, knowing me, I cried again. <laughs> okay. Nothing wrong if with that. The, I know, right? But, you know, I just, you know, realized, okay, if I'm really surrendering, what does this tell me? What does the pandemic tell me? Right? So, it, what it meant was, you know, close this chapter of my life and start doing it all over again. Right? And, What's the, if I'm uh, looking at a point of abundance or opportunities, as you said, right? If I start again, what does it mean? Well, it means the, the pandemic is just saying that there's no more rules. Mm. I can create my own rules because the old world, the, the rules of the old world in leadership, management, in strategies doesn't work anymore. Mm. Right? It, it's irrelevant. So it's now my time to create my own rules, right? Write my own chapters, write my own book, write my own story with my own rules, right? That's what it gave me. So going back to the question, right, uh, with accelerators, I, I'll uh, focus on accelerators and startups or uh, executives that are starting up. No, write your own rules, okay? um, Of course, uh, there's a lot of anxiety of what the future uh, will bring, but you know it is what it is. Mm. Right? If you can move forward from the sense of scarcity, because you felt everything was taking or going to be taken away, that's a sense, that's a powerful sense of fear of of scarcity and not being good enough or not being not having enough. To so a mindset of more well, there's a huge a huge world and universe out there ready to listen to your rules mm. the way you do things the way you um the way you would sell right and and as the more you embrace that mindset that emotion that feeling right the more you can move forward of course it's not automatic right as entrepreneurs 
we'd always have that, you know, that small voice. Diba? Your shit. <laughs> yeah. You're not good you can't enough. can't do that. I mean, yeah. yes, you're too old, right? You don't have enough hair. <laughs> but, you know, that, it is what it is. And mm. for startups, you just continue selling. Right? Stop, mm. stop looking for the old world to come back. It mm. won't. You have to find, you have to find yourself again. Find who you are, who your business is, who your people are, maybe uh, who your service or product is, for who. That's the, the more you accept that, Mm. the more you can move forward faster. Yeah. It's almost like a rebirthing kind of opportunity, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the the analogy that comes with like it's spring here in Australia, and and there's like so many snakes everywhere, so and so they're all shedding their skins and they're growing, and um, so you have these shiny shiny new snakes, and and that's sort of what it feels like, like shed the skin of the old way of doing thing and shed the skin of um, your fears and um, boundaries you set for yourself, and 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 really sort of move forward into um this shiny new way of of doing doing your business and and really yeah, but it's easy to talk yeah it's mm. easy don't get me wrong it's easy to talk about it but it's really difficult to do that's why you need a lot i know uh, a deep sense of self-awareness mm. because that that small voice is really powerful yeah especially it, it distracts uh, leaders or entrepreneurs, right? Because the old way of doing doing it was easier, right? Mm. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. let's just wait. Maybe the customers will come back. Maybe they'll keep buying. Yeah. Hope Maybe there won't be inflation. We always say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hope is a prayer. Yeah. But you have to do the work. Yeah. I would always say you have to have a good intention. Hmm with relentless action yeah yeah exactly it's the action the action that that makes it work so let's talk a bit more about eos because um i've been hearing about eos a lot and we started implementing you know baby steps in our business as well um so Mm -hmm. i'm by no means an uh, an expert in the in the eos system but i'm intrigued by it and and i see i see where it can really benefit so what Mm -hmm. what was the um mesmerizing thing about EOS for you? What what was the magic in EOS that you didn't find in other methodologies or um ways to to run and manage your businesses? Well basically it's simple. Right? Okay. Um it's moron proof. <laughs> and I, I consider myself a moron because I can only remember three things. Right. <laughs> so uh, the more complicated uh, the tools are, the more difficult for me. So if I can understand it, then my people can definitely understand it because they're smarter than me. Yeah. Right? So that's the first thing. Uh, next is, yeah, simple. Um, and the structure, right? It's, again, uh, simple but powerful, right? Um, it's e- You can easily deploy it. I, I started... Uh, a decade ago, um, as a self-implementer, mm-hmm. I'm not even certified, right? I just got certified because you know I had nothing to do during the pandemic, <laughs> 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 right? So, I mean, I mean, okay, 
right? So, well, so um, it it focuses the team, right? Because uh, if you're you, if you're a growing um, organization and you have a leadership team, it focuses the team on what is really needed, mm. right? Uh, it puts aside a lot of drama, and um, uh, no, it, yeah. Um, I mean, you still have drama, but you become more objective, mm. right? Um, it it allows you to solve issues quickly, right? At the same time, allows you to be uh, a human being, mm. right? So it's not all work, 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 yeah, right? But it's also, uh, no, uh, there's also a sense of okay, it's okay to, it's okay to fail. You know, mm. progress, not perfect, things like that. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, it's a simple tool that combines uh, everything, conversations, uh, scorecards, um, strategies, at the same time clarifying who you, who you really are as a business, right? And uh, moving forward with that. Very simple. Yeah. That's yeah. why I like it. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, I must admit, that's what attracted me to it as well, because after mm. years of, of scaling up, it, 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 it was just so, it's, 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 scaling up was beautiful and it worked, yes, but it yes. was, this, this, this sort of feels like an, 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 an simplified version of it. Yeah, and exactly. That's to the exactly. essence of it. Yeah. And I don't have time to implement you know, to implement scaling up, scaling up is very complicated. It took mm. me four and a half years, right? But yeah. for EOS, the longest I was, uh, I, I, if I could remember, was two and a half years. Yeah. So I don't have enough hair. <laughs> you and your hair. That's such a big thing with you. <laughs> because my wife would always remind me, you, you had more hair. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your hair um, in, in, in the context of health because um, uh, running a business or, or being at your best performance in business, whether you are an executive in a company or running your own business, it's a long-term commitment. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's something that you need to be very aware of that it's going to take years, decades how do you stay on top of your game? How do you stay healthy? Do you have a routine? Um, talk to me about your your health management plan. <laughs> well, as I said earlier, right, uh, it's all about focus and commitment. So I'm up around 5, 6 a.m. I do my, so I read my book or I read something. I read, uh, I do my, meditation and prayer and then uh, I have my coffee mm -hmm. right and then after my coffee or sometimes uh, breakfast because I'm on intermittent fasting mm -hmm. right so after that I go to work and then when the day ends I do my workouts so before the pandemic I used to work out uh, five times a week twice a day so now I'm I'm slowly getting back. I'm three times a week. Mm -hmm. Well, after my vacation, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I I plan to get it back to five times a week. Yeah. So yeah. So and, and, that's and it. Also, I mean, 
what's the reason for the workout and what kind of workout do you do? So I do HITs. Mm-hmm. So I, I do HITs, high intensity, intensity programs. Um, mostly HITs. Uh, what's the reason? Well, again, it's all about awareness. Mm. Right? If I'm healthy, personally, then I can have a healthy relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. Right? If I have a healthy relationship with myself, then I can have a healthy relationship with other people. It's it's that simple, right? If you love yourself first, then you can love other people. Yeah. Right? yeah. You make it sound so simple. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, right? The only time you can, I mean, I did, I mean, this is just from my experience. The only time you can help other people is if you have helped yourself mm. enough. Yeah. And you have an overflowing of whatever it is, right? Overflowing. Why Why I can coach um, um, entrepreneurs, mm. right? <laughs> because I'm on a five-hour work week, mm. right? I'm overflowing. Already. I have time, right? Time to spare. So, and I always look back maybe more than a decade ago when a coach when a coach coached me right i am who i am today because of that coach hmm. so i just pay it forward five yeah. hour work week i have time you want to be coach let me know yeah <laughs> ding ding so what yep. is your big, biggest challenge at the moment my biggest challenge um hmm well, I so all my daughters are leaving the house. Mm. <laughs> so personally, I'm an empty nester. So oh, personally, wow. that's my biggest biggest challenge. Uh, they're all grown up. My youngest is 23, so it's an emotional roller coaster for me mm. because you know, as a single father before, you know, uh, I still have that uh, thing that they, I I mean, I still see them as babies. Yeah. Right, so that's personally business wise. Um, uh, uh, I'm challenged in you know, it, it's not really a challenge. Uh, there are, um, uh, I'm struggling in, in choosing if I'll get more coaches mm. because coaching is difficult, it, you know, it's time consuming. Right, because it's my per it's my personal time, everything. So I, I'm I'm struggling if I should get more or just chill. Mm. You know, chilling chilling is more <laughs> I mean sounds better personally, but again I go back to my purpose in in why I'm doing the coaching. It's really, you know, paying it forward. So yeah. I'm, I, I'm in a little, I, I'm struggling a little, but yeah. I'll figure it out in yeah. a month or two. Yeah. Well, you were saying yeah. before. Otherwise, the a, rest. You have a word of the year. So what's your purpose Purpose for 2022? Mm, okay. Great question. So my purpose for the year is I flow as I allow, accept, and receive uh, the universe's abundance. Mm. Yeah. And that would lead me to my life purpose, which is I coach leaders and entrepreneurs abundance, inspiration, empower, and create meaningful lives. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it all comes does it make back. Sense? Yeah, it does. I'm just thinking, you know, with your challenge, like do a take on, like it all comes back to your purpose of Absolutely. coaching entrepreneurs and, um, yes. and and paying it forward and and, and really uh, have that servant leadership to to other Absolutely. other entrepreneurs. Yeah. So if I if we talk about purpose, I should take in more clients, more coaches, right? But having a vacation is much more fun. So well, you know, you can you can have one and the other. It doesn't mean either or. Um, I know that's what my that's what my mind is saying. But you know, I'll I'll, I'll go through my vacations first. Yeah. I'll yeah, decide exactly. in maybe a month or two. Yeah, yeah, now makes total sense. And I mean, that's from my experience, uh, managing expectations is so important. So um, I, I, I've, I've always been very focused on that. So if, if there's times when I'm not available, I make sure that that is very clear and very obvious. Mm -hmm. um, yep. So if I do have, like I'm, I'm mentoring uh, an entrepreneur at the moment and, you know, I'm like, mm -hmm. yep, we can do this, but that's the period that I'm not available. So you can email mm -hmm. me, you can text me, but don't expect a direct response because, you know, Absolutely. that will be like a yeah. 24, 48 hour response time rather than an, an instant because it's a, it's a text message or an, uh, or an email. So it's, yeah. I call a lot that, of people know, yeah. they, they understand. Well, I, you know, that's why I'm trying to uh, erase the word expectations from my mm. uh, dictionary and replace it with alignment. Yeah. Just align. Yes. Align. Let's align. Yeah. yeah. Let's align. Excellent. Well, I shall release you back into your holiday mode. <laughs> what's uh, what's on the agenda for today, apart from chilling and hanging out with your wife? Uh, well, that's it. Oh, perfect. Yeah, having a quick breakfast, brunch with my wife, uh, but she's still sleeping, I think. So uh, just have a cup, another cup of coffee and then wait for her to come down and have a great breakfast. Fabulous. All right. Brilliant. Thank you so much for your time, Chris. Um, if there's any Absolutely. any follow-up questions, people want to get in touch with you, um, your LinkedIn profile is the easiest way to connect with you? Definitely. I, I'll uh, reply within 24 hours. Just, just post it there and uh, uh, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Okay, let me just, one thing, right? Yeah. Uh, to clo close it all up. Um, Finding your purpose is easy, right? Uh, people would, uh, leaders would ask, coach, how do I find my purpose? Actually, you already know your purpose. You're just afraid of living it, mm. right? Finding it is 10%. Living it is 90%. So always remember a good intention with relentless action creates all your aspirations. That's a perfect way to end it. Mr. Man Lapaz, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. I shall All um, right, you're welcome. finish this now. Don't run off yet. So I'll just close this off um, saying thank you to you. Um, but then offline, I want to have, a, have another chat. So don't go anywhere. <laughs>